What's going on, fellow gamers? I'm Poff87, and I'm here with episode 13 of Gaming Cast with Poff. And today we are going to be talking about Dying Light 2. Uh, for those of you that have not played Dying Light, it is a zombie apocalypse game where it involves parkour and uh, you craft your weapon slash items to do your melee and things like that. Uh, it's kind of a rough into it. Um, Dying Light 2 has been in development hell for actually quite a few years. I think it was announced back in 2018. Uh, unfortunately, different things have happened and whatnot. We are finally close to Dying Light 2. Uh, it has been delayed until 2022 just because there is some uh, final touches they want to make, like they want to expand the story and just add more uh, to it to, you know, make the game uh, better and more playable. Uh, but yeah, we got quite a bit of stuff to go over today. Um, I'm definitely excited about Dying Light 2. I love Dying Light. It's one of my favorite games. And uh, my dog is going nuts. And yeah, so I'm definitely excited uh, about it. So uh, one of the things that I'm super excited about with this game is, is the story is choice-driven. So the world around you, uh, city, everything changes. Parts of the city changes based off of choices you make. Uh, one of the biggest things, uh, you know, I got a good example here. They, they go in and talk about a, a mission where you uh, try to go and uh, secure this water source from uh, a group. And a couple options they give here is uh, the peacekeepers, which there's factions in this game. The peacekeepers uh we'll send you in with a mission or a group uh let me see it here uh da, da, da. where'd it go where'd it go see Forget where it set it at. Give me a second. Let me find it here. Uh, the peacekeepers. Okay, so basically, the peacekeepers. Um, oh, I'm sorry. So the smugglers are the ones that are in control of the water source, and then the peacekeepers send you in to get the water source. So basically, uh, in this example, the peacekeepers send you in. You take it over. They come in, spruce things up. What changes is the locals around get their water and whatnot but the peacekeepers rule with an iron fist. So if they deem you a criminal, they pretty much hang you. Stuff like that. If you, if you side with the smugglers, area turns ruthless where the desperate are charged for drinking water. Your grateful partners will cut you in on the profits, however. So you got to look at the, you know, the pros and cons. Obviously, there's some pros and cons on your side and things like that and whatnot. So that to me is like awesome. I love that. Um, uh, and then, of course, whatever faction you choose, of course, starting banners and colors splash a bit of life or misery into the region. Um, <clears throat> uh, so, uh, like the peacekeepers, they will uh, unfurl their banners over buildings, erect a bunch of outposts, and build walls. Uh, da -da -da. 
and it always won't be between two factions and it won't always be as simple as join us or die dialogue meaning achieving or failing a mission objective might result in some unexpected power shifts so you know when you fail and stuff like that it, it, it's it's still gonna make some changes so this game is completely choice driven when it comes to story missions um also too whenever you uh change the area your parkour might be harder or easier as well with surrounding buildings depending on what the faction does with that area so there's again there's a lot of different benefits it looks like you're gonna have a lot of different uh changes with just some with just a couple of different choices uh, and whatnot so that that's definitely uh a big win for me uh focus on stealth um i'm not a stealth guy but apparently the game is focused on stealth so we'll see so that that might be pretty cool uh i don't remember the uh, last dying light being focus driven i don't think it was i think it was just like straightforward uh there's more par parkour and combat you got new gadgets like a zip line and glider and the grappling hook is coming back um and then uh you got double park uh double the parkour moves and whatnot uh there's going to be upgradable paraglider and grappling hook here's the other thing about the choice driven uh when you upgrade uh these can be upgraded in different ways based off the choices you make so I'm, i didn't really get any details on exactly what but i'm assuming they could be better or worse maybe so that's kind of neat to uh, see how that goes. Um, another thing too, uh, for all those out there that love like graphics and, and looks and things like that, the game will have a ray tracing option. Uh, ray tracing improves the quality of the graphics, scenery, the visuals, everything. It's, it's beautiful what they do. Um, and like a, a simple way, if you want to look it up, uh, look up Minecraft with ray tracing on YouTube, and you can see the difference it makes in a game like that. Uh, but basically, you know, it's going to be called quality mode, and you can have uh, improved quality of the scene, environment lighting, and uh, physically correct shadows. So, yeah. Uh, see, I just want to kind of get some of the little tidbit stuff before we go into some of the other big stuff. Um, oh, the map. The map is four times bigger than the original map four times bigger um your buildings uh, a lot of the areas and stuff a little bit closer and tight than the original um this part here may irk some people to me it's not that big of a deal as long as there's content outside the story story is around 20 hours or so so i think they said 15 to 20 hours but if you want to complete the game in its entirety <clears throat> sorry excuse me in its entirety uh, it's got more than 100 hours of total content. So, yeah. So, we'll see how that goes. Uh, crafting is being expanded. Uh, so, 50 new combinations you can apply to your weapons. Uh, using the environment to fight back. Uh, this little example I have uh, from some footage was pretty funny. So, basically, they said you it shows them whipping a bucket at an enemy's head, creating an opening to shove them off a roof. Like little things like that, dude. It's, that's beautiful. I love little stuff like that. Um, the one big thing I loved about Dying Light was the uh, nighttime, daytime cycle. And obviously, for those of y'all that play Dying Light and you go out at night, it's, it's pretty much uh, clench your butt cheeks and hope you survive because it's, it's brutal. Um, but basically, um, 
to those of you all that have played Dying Light, Screamers and Volatiles are returning. Um, so that's awesome. But the um, so basically during the night, obviously the infected roam the street, forcing you to the rooftops. They uh, they go to the street and as long as you're on the rooftops and don't make a whole lot of noise, you're pretty much safe. Um, but basically humans rule the day, you know, infected rule the night. Um, and if you happen to fall in the street, yeah. And, and if you come across a screamer, good luck. Uh, they basically, you know, warn of surrounding, you know, infected zombies, whatever you want to call them to your location. And they pretty much, it's, it's, it's a fuck you up fest is what it is. Um, so screamers are returning. So that's cool. They disorient, they disorient you. It's kind of like a, a concussion grenade type thing. And they alert other enemies of your location. I think they, that when they scream, it, uh, causes the disorientation. And then obviously they're the alarm, so to speak for the, uh, infected to come to you. Um, another thing too, um, to remember is in the original game, uh, it's been a while since I played it. Obviously, there were some benefits to go out at night. I don't remember the actual benefits. I think you get some better items. I can't remember. But this one here, exactly, you do have reasons to go out at night. So the example they used is the movie I Am Legend with Will Smith. They, they used that as an example. So during the day, the infected are in the buildings asleep. So I know some of the sneak missions will cause you uh, to go through some buildings during the day, I think. Uh, and you have to sneak because they're asleep. And you got to sneak around them. And obviously, noise is a big factor. So even though you're out there in the day, if you cause noise, they'll come after you. Um, now, they're waiting for the night to go, you know, to go out hunting and whatnot. And um, so when they go out, those interiors are almost empty. And, and you know, that, that's when you want to go visit the places. And they're probably, you know, items and, and, and resources and stuff that you could really use that you might not be able to find during the day. Um, and they, uh, and if I remember correctly, this is something on the old one. There was something called dark zone nests. Okay. Um, I don't remember the benefit of them on the first game. Uh, but, uh, but while they're out in the streets, their nests are emptier. And now remember, it's not like it, they're all empty, especially with the buildings, but they're emptier. So it's worth making a trip there. You just have to survive long enough to break into them. Uh, so yeah, so that's uh, so that's that's kind of cool. So they give you a much better reason in this game to go out at night. Um, the volatiles, like I said, are returning as well. Uh, and they're the ones that chase you in dead sprint. Uh, they're the ones like you have UV flashlight, and I'm pretty sure they're the ones that are scared of the UV flashlight, like they burn. I don't know if all the infected do. I think it's just them. And uh, basically, uh, they're going to force you to get crafty with that and some of the environmental tools as well. So that's been so I'm super excited about this. Um, it was originally supposed to be out in December of this year. Uh, that was their latest one. Uh, they said they wanted to delay it one more time. They, they want to polish this. I'm OK with that. I'm OK with them doing something like that, especially a game like this, because I'm, I'm super stoked. I love Dying Light. And I, I cannot wait for this game. Uh, I'm thinking about actually getting Dying Light on PC and just playing around with that again. See how that goes. Try to get back into it. But um, I'm super stoked, and, and I can't wait for the official release date. Um, luckily, that's after, you know, I should be 
healed up and fully healed up and you know back to work and whatnot by then so i'll be able to play it um one more thing i kind of want to touch base on obviously we've talked about uh battlefield 2042 in the past i just want a quick note those that have not heard it has been delayed to november i'm okay with that i want the game to be polished i want it to be ready um so for me uh they got the open beta coming out the 22nd of this month so in a few days actually uh we're looking at about what three days yeah three days from this pod um so the open beta for 2042 is coming out and then um it will be released in november early november um i believe it said the 12th could be wrong on that but i believe it said the 12th so what does that mean for me my wrist surgery is october 6th hopefully about a month i'll be healed up and ready to go hopefully if not that's not a big deal it shouldn't be much longer after that but yeah so um yeah that's what i got for episode uh 13 today and um as always you can always catch me over on twitch pop887 uh check for updates and go lives on uh, Twitter at, at Poth87, Instagram, uh, Gaming with Poth. And uh, it's uh, gaming underscore with underscore Poth. And until next time, guys, take it easy and get out there and game.